you've descended into the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack, a commercial diving podcast by working divers for divers. Yo, this is Johnny from Port Town Divers, and I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack. Show your support of diver-owned small businesses by heading over to our Instagram, at Port Town Divers, clicking the link in the bio, and finding both PTD and BDDS apparel. Now back to the episode. All right, Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack. This is it. This is the uh, one-year anniversary episode. Um, I didn't think we'd make it this far, Johnny. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't think so either. It's kind of weird because we just did it for fun, and we didn't know all these people on to actually talk to us. So that's pretty good. You know what it really boils down to, though, right? No. That everyone wants to come onto the show and talk with me and hear my long lectures that I give. Oh yeah, because you just oh, talk yeah, all I the am time during the show. Chatty Kathy. So if you guys are not familiar, which if you're listening to the anniversary episode, um, you are familiar um, and you care about the show. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess kind of, yeah. sort of. But yeah. uh, um, the first, I think, few episodes, we we kind of, you know, we did it ourselves. Uh, Freddie wasn't wasn't really involved yet, and then he yeah. listened to how crappy we were uh, sounding. At the beginning, or, he's like, dude, come on. Let me help you out, right, Freddie? Mm. Yeah, we definitely can't have that. I okay. feel like those first few were a lot better than what we've been doing, which is weird. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, that's, that's With the all that fancy part about equipment doing, well, behind no. him right now. I don't understand yeah. why. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> oh, the mixing on the multi-million dollar mixer board back right there. So God, we got Johnny on and uh, Fred, Fred X on. Uh, Fred X is our audio engineer, as uh, many of you guys know. And, uh, and Johnny's been, been, uh, been there from day one. So, you know, we uh, got episode one together with a friend of mine, uh, JC. And, uh, you know, we, we just wanted to talk with him because I had just finished, you know, working with him not too long ago. So, you know, just wanted to start a show and, and talk about our trade and talk about diving, you know, just kind of chop it up with some of our friends and stuff and, and kind of try to get some old timers on and hear some of their stories, you know, and uh, kind of just uh, ballooned into something a little bit bigger. And uh, I think so far we've been doing a pretty good job. I mean, we're up to the challenge. I've been uh, super surprised at some of the names that have uh, come on the show and, uh, the cool oh, yeah. thing is that, you know, it's not like it's a, like a really well-polished show. You know, we, we do our, we do the best we can to polish it, but you know, this from day one, I said, this is a safe space for divers. So right. everyone's it's been as, pretty open. It's just as good as it's going to get from divers. I mean, this is as good as you're going to expect it. You can barely see me for God's sakes. You know what I mean? Like, Lighting's all off. Everything's like, who cares? Just give me another beer. Let's talk. Let's shoot the shit. Yeah, it's been pretty cool, too, to have, um, you know, this amount of work being done just between three uh, dudes. We've gotten a lot done and a lot of traction. So, Yeah, and and, and the cool thing is that uh, this started partly because of COVID because, you know, we had all the restrictions right. and stuff, you know, we couldn't really get together and, and everything like that. So we figured, Hey, let's get together on, on, uh, 
on this video conferencing platform and let's have some beers and talk some diving, you know, since we can't yeah. go to the bar and do it or we can't go, go out to eat or something, you know? So that's kind of what it started off as. And it just kind of took off pretty quickly. I mean, our first episode was, like I said, with my buddy JC and, um, you know, we, we had a pretty good episode that, that was, a that was about a 40 minutes long or something. And, and, uh, we had a great time when we got like 20 listens for that episode. I mean, we were ecstatic. Right. You know, we're like, what? Get <laughs> out of here. Wow, 20, 20 other people listen to us. 20 other divers listen to us. And, you know, it was a, it, it was a big thrill. And uh, that number one episode is up to a little bit under a thousand uh, downloads. So, which is pretty good. You know, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, so, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to kind of, kind of talk about us, talk about the show, you know, talk about the strides we've, we've uh, made in this past year and uh, some of the challenges and some of the triumphs and, you know, we'll kind of go over some of these uh, episodes that we recorded. So I wanted to uh, play a clip from uh, episode number one. I named that episode living the dream freelancing with uh, at Jim diver. That's a uh, JC's Instagram handle. So let's go ahead and uh, roll that clip. But yeah, anyways, man, like I said, uh, just wanted to just have you on and, you know, talk a little bit about, uh, about the trade and, you know, just, uh, you've been doing this for seven years now. So you're like almost, you're pretty much in the prime of your, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still young ish. I mean, yeah. I'm still like the youngest on every crew I go to, except I don't know. I had recently, I had this kid under me and I call him a kid and it sounds weird saying kid. Cause I'm usually a kid and like, Dude, you're a kid. And like, you're like me, like five years ago. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of weird thinking how long I've been diving for, but, you know, I'm just glad I'm surrounded by guys who've been doing this for 10, 20 years now and just soak up all this stuff. And you listen to their stories of how they fucked up or partied their life away or married this woman and had kids without women. And you're like, don't do that. Don't do that. Do that. And it's just like, cool. Now I got to pass this on to these, these, you know, these young bucks that are coming underneath me, you know, because I mean, that's, that's the only way we're going to keep this, this industry alive. And I feel like, uh, speaking. You know, so that was a little clip from episode number one, JC, you know, really loved how we, uh, were able to talk, uh, talk freely. Now, given those, those early episodes, we were, uh, trying to censor the, the uh, content a lot and, uh, you know, and kind of, uh, became a lot of work. You know, if you're doing a show with uh, divers, it's, right? Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's almost like you you cut your episode down by like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty tedious cutting out the cuss words. Yeah, I mean, and for what uh, really? You know, yeah, we're all grown. Yeah. So then we ended up, uh, you know, go, going on to the, to the uh, next episode. That 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 episode we released on. Uh, we released that on October 8th. So it's, it's been, you know, it's pretty, it's been pretty much a year almost on the dot, you know, we missed it by a couple of weeks, you know, it's uh it's a little bit busy. later in the month. Yeah. We've you been know, busy though. It's busy. Oh, busy we've been time. Pretty busy. So we released that episode and then we didn't release another episode until November. Then November we did the uh, episode about a uh, dive accidents and injuries with a uh, uh, Victor, the warrior Rivera. And uh, that, that was a pretty good episode. I definitely enjoyed that one. And then uh, we also had another episode in December that uh, that caused a little bit of a controversy. You know, at first when we were recording it, you know, we we did have a blast and everything. But um, if you guys remember, this was with a uh, with our buddy Ducky. 
So uh, we definitely had a, had a, that. had a good conversation with him. You know, uh, we talked about, uh, talked about like social media and stuff and, uh, and commercial diver memes, you know, he was trying to start a page and long story short, you know, the commercial diver memes guys, the real ones, they contacted me and said, Hey, we don't know this guy, you know, um, pretty much ducky jumped the gun, you know, without asking, which, you know, he's a diver. So <laughs> you're going to have that, you know, where a lot of times rash and impetuous. So, you know, uh, no, no, you know, I, I, I didn't take it too hard, but, uh, we did end up having the commercial diver meme guys on the following episode, which was great too, which was, uh, another, another good episode. Um, but I did want to play one quick clip from, uh, from Ducky's episode. Uh, Ducky's episode is, uh, anti-social social media. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, play that clip. Essentially, and I'll flesh it out, but I was on bottom, got ran out of air because they were trying to prime a jet pump, air prime a jet pump, and they were bleeding it off the volume tank, and they ran me out of air. As the supervisor was changing out the comm box, so I had no comms and no air. And, That's smart. Uh, That's a smart thing to yeah. do. I like that. Oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> cowboy is still alive in the Gulf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I came up on deck, ripped the hat off. I was like, you mother... Are you kidding me? I'm almost f***ing died. And they're just like, what are you doing on deck? I'm like, I'm f***ing trying to live, bro. And you're trying to kill me. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to live, bro. Uh, yeah, we need to make that a shirt or something. Because that is... I'm just trying to live, bro. That's uh, too much. So like I said, all in all, you know, we, we had a good time with that episode, you know, even though we had a little bit of drama afterwards and, it, you know, nobody really even cared. The The people that did care, of course, was what were the commercial diver beam guys, which they were able to come on the show and, uh, and uh, rectify the situation. But it's not like it was a big deal, you know, so um, all those guys were pretty cool. And then uh, the following episode, we, we had a we had our first like major guest. So that was a that was a big one where you know I kind of just emailed this guy and, and uh, he responded back you know within a week or so and and I told him hey about what we're trying to do here and he, he agreed to come on the show you know didn't know us or didn't know our show or nothing I don't think he still listened to a single episode even after being on the show um, but the guy I'm talking about is a uh, is a uh, Neil Swidey. He wrote the book Trapped Under the Sea, and, and that's about the Deer Island tragedy in uh, Boston when they were uh, when they were uh, putting some new uh, uh, cleaning water cleaning uh, facilities and pumps and stuff like that. You know, uh, sewage treatment. That's what it was. So um, Neil Swidey came on and he talked about you know that tragedy and uh, talked a lot about uh, job site accidents and kind of safety culture and uh, told the story about the uh, the the dive team that went down into this tunnel. And uh, ultimately, where two divers ended up uh, losing their lives. Um, so he had a little bit to say about the. Uh, I'm being sarcastic. He had a lot to say about the uh, about the safety culture. But you know, it's one of those things where uh, you know, in the end, like all these accidents, this is something that could have been avoided. Um, they did learn from this tragedy on that job, and they ended up doing it the right way uh, to finish the job which I should have done in the first place. But you also spoke about kind of the spirit of, uh, of divers, you know, as we are in general, you know, he's looking from the outside in because he's not a diver. He's, he's just a journo, you know, and uh, you know. so he was able to uh, kind of, kind of see how us divers interact with each other and kind of, 
kind of found out, you know, what we're really made of. So he had a, uh, he had this to say about, uh, about the uh, surviving divers and the, the, the dive team that was in that tragedy. I'm going to go ahead and uh, roll that clip. The sense of devotion to being there for other people. And so I think uh, that, and uh, the other thing is, you know, the three survivors, DJ, um, Dave Riggs and Haas, um, as you know, from the book, each of them, in that crisis, in that horrible situation down there where they could see two guys down and how close they were to all going down, uh, each of them in turn saved the life of everyone else. So they each had a moment where they wouldn't have made it out alive had, had each person not uh, stepped up in an incredible, miraculous way to do that. And, and that tells you something too about both the, the, um, the synergy of a team working together uh, and the different personality traits and strengths that people bring to a job so that at different points, people both hit their lows and someone else stepped in to, to help save them uh, and uh, were able to work together um, collaboratively to get out of there. So that was a clip of a uh, trapped under the sea, and uh, that was our that was our seventh episode, and then we went wow. on a string of just a bunch of bangers. I mean, yeah, uh, right after right after that, we had a uh, had Les Gorski on, yeah, which that was, was huge to us. Yeah, that was probably one of the best shows or anything I've done in the. And then in between there, we try to do like a chamber run. You know, we had this idea where we do many episodes. You you know, a lot of people did appreciate that many episodes and and a lot of people do like the many episodes, but it does become, you know, a lot of work. And and, uh, um, maybe we'll bring it back. Who knows if if everyone, you know, if we get a lot of comments saying, hey, yeah, bring back the chamber run, you know, then uh, we'll we'll probably bring it back. But, you know, we got a lot of divers to to talk to and get through. So sometimes it's a little bit hard to put out those extra mini episodes, you know, but yeah, Les Gorski. Yeah. What'd you think of that? When I told you we, we were going to have him on. I almost lost my shit because we were still nobody. Well, we had a few divers and a journo on and then Les Gorski, we contacted him and then all of a sudden, bing, bong, boom, we got a creator of a hat coming in and, that was a badass show. I really enjoyed it, from what I remember, anyway, because that was a lot of vodka. That's still one of my favorite shows. I'm telling you, the yeah. uh, episode with Les Gorski, if not like probably the favorite. Yeah, show. it's probably my favorite episode. I mean, did so did you far. expect it to not go that to way? say anything bad about any of the guests or any of the other episodes? But no, no, I did not expect it to go the way it did. I thought he was going to be very like. And I remember you being a little nervous about it. Oh, I was nervous, yeah. Yeah, he was like, you thought he was going to be very proper. And he's a little older. And I was like, no, let's, let's get drink, 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 drink. And then all of a sudden, he's That's just right. pounding we alcohol. Not having no, anything to drink. no, no, no. You talked about oh, not I drinking. Talked about I wanted to drink. And it luckily off. for me, he did too. It started off like it was going to be like a serious episode. Like we couldn't get anything out of Les. You know, he wasn't, you know, we're trying to prod him a little bit and, you know, it just kind of wasn't given, you know. And then once we mentioned, hey, let's have a vodka shot. He's like, yeah, I already had some already before the show. Right. Yeah. And then that's when we knew. 
That's when we knew we were. He, that was he's my he was my spirit angel. Now he's gone, which hey, is hey, sad. Let's go ahead and play this other clip. Play. See it. now, now I'm doing like clips back to back to back. Hold, hold on a second, but we've we've got to relive this this uh this clip here with with a uh, our, our departed friend uh, Les Gorsky. Uh, you know, coming out that was my first job. But see that again the. It's too much story, too long story. We, when we left Poland, I left it with my wife. And we left the kids with her parents because we didn't get passports. There was one guy, KGB, that, that he kept the kids as a hostages, so we come back, you know. Oh, wow. I took a chance. But my wife was terrified. I mean, she was, but she and her kids, this my kids, too. I love my kids. I promise her. I, I said, listen, if shit won't work, don't worry about this shit. We go back. I mean, you get the kids, that's 100%. You tell them, I tell them that I kidnap you. I made you fucking do it. And I get bullied. You mm. get kids and everything is going to be okay. You know? So I was like, and I would not. Look, I never, I never left my kids in my mind. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I took a chance and I won. The kids came to us in one year and 17 days. And they landed in Houston. And most of guys, divers, you know, that were in that company, they said, listen, we can, you know, we can help you out. You know, let's go with us to Louisiana. <laughs> I said, listen, I pulled my family through a freaking hell. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Well, you're I a diver. Just, That's what we do. I just got... Yeah, I said... I. So yeah, that 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 story there, you know, that it was kind of funny, but I mean, it's a testament to this man who he was, you know, this what he went through just to get over here and work, you know, and to work in the diving business. Whereas, you know, sometimes it gets taken for granted when you see, like, like I said before, you see these kids coming out of dive school that looks like they just got off of a, you know, Fortnite or something, you know, out their mom's basement you know, want to be a diver all of a sudden, you know, this guy fought and clawed his way through, you know, uh, if you haven't listened to the episode that we did with Les Gorsky, I strongly encourage you guys to listen to it. Yes. You know, um, that honestly, in my opinion, should be our most listened to episode, you know, because uh, it, it's, it's just a testament to, to, you know, the man's spirit. And uh, it's one of those American dream tales, you know, to tell you the truth, you know, right. it's, uh, real powerful stuff. Yeah. That was really good. I think that was the episode that we uh, started not bleeping stuff out because he was such a character. You know, he's got colorful words. So we were like, you know what? Let's Fuck just, it. Uh, let it ride. Yeah, let it ride. <laughs> but that's why I wanted, when you came to me with this idea about this podcast, I know we were mulling around about other podcasts, but when you decided this was a perfect podcast, that's the kind of guy I wanted to talk to. I wanted to get his story because you never know. We can all be gone in tomorrow, right? We need those stories. I love talking to the young guys. I love talking to the guys that are in the industry right now as well, hearing their stories. But to hear those old timer stories, that's something special to me. That that will he'll never die now. You know, I know he's done other interviews, YouTube, magazines, whatever, but I got to talk to him, which is super cool. And he spoke freely to us. 
Yeah. I mean, like that second half of that interview was amazing because, you know, we, we did have a couple of shots of vodka. We were just a bunch of divers, you know, talking shop and telling stories, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I, th- I think it's great that we're, you know, welcoming people into our world, you know, and uh, kind of letting them know what stuff that we go through. You know, yeah, you think our job's cool and everything, but it's not just about, you know, you know, going down and seeing fishes. You know, it's it's, it's a lifestyle. It's a tough job, you know, and uh, it's a fun job, but it's tough nonetheless. You know, there's a lot of challenges that go along with it. And uh, Les, Les Gorski was, was amazing. I, I know we took the news pretty hard. Um, yes. we found, I mean, he passed away like a month after we uh, recorded this episode and, uh, you know, the stuff that we didn't record, we were already talking about trying to get out there, you know, mm-hmm. he invited us on his boat to go diving and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew it was going to happen eventually, you know, but then we got that news and it was like, oh man, that, that really sucks. I really wanted to meet him in person. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we even had a blast. Yeah, yeah, it's just the outpouring that he received too. You know, from the whole industry was amazing as well. You know, and uh, it was fun to hear a lot of the stories. You know, afterwards from a lot of uh, the friends and uh, family that knew him close. You know, that that closely knew him, and uh, so it was pretty cool. You know, I really, uh, really enjoyed that. And you know, it was a uh, he, he talked about his hat too. You know, it's a uh, it's a little bit easier to 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 give him a chance if you know the man you know, right. and his product. So, and I still have been asking for a Gorski. I mean, before that episode, but that just pushed me further into the Gorski camp mm-hmm. and I'm still pushing the port to get us some Gorskis, at least one, at least Give me one. one. Yeah. You make billions of dollars a day. Give me one. <laughs> just give me one. So then after, uh, after we had less on, I did another chamber run. We talked about some, uh, some wall street bets, stock activity and stuff on that episode, which is kind of funny because it's still going on right now to this day, you know? So that was about, uh, that was in March and then, uh, March, we were pretty busy. You know, we were putting out an episode, uh, we put out a lot of episodes in March. I mean, we were going, I think we did twice a week, a couple of times with the chamber runs. So we uh, we were really busy in March. We had a we interviewed a uh, Mike Ward from Dive Lab, which is another uh, another giant in the business. So uh, we spoke with a uh, with Mike Ward at Dive Lab. He told us about the things that go on and stuff that they do over there, you know, at, at a Dive Lab, which is a testing facility for a Kirby Morgan, you know, dive helmets and products. Mm-hmm. And then after speaking with Mike Ward, we talked to a Navy diver, uh, Nelson Welker, and uh, he kind of kind of talked a little bit about a. Uh, about you know the challenges of a navy diver going into the commercial field, so uh, I believe he's still working, working with a. Uh, I want to say JF Brennan. I could be mistaken. So if you're listening, you know, please correct me. Um, and then we had another breaking. We had our first breaking news episode, um, which didn't go over too well because uh, it was kind of boring. It was the uh, Suez Canal. Oh yeah, remember that we we tried to make that exciting, but it, it, yeah, at the end of the day, it was not. that was not exciting. No, so that's one of the things that we learned is uh, <laughs> don't do boring stories or, or you know stuff about ships stuck in no <laughs> places one cares. it shouldn't it be. Nobody cares. It sideways, right? it yeah, sideways. it was just uh, cares. It, it makes for it great memes, visual memes, but to do a podcast episode on it, it it wasn't a yeah. Maybe if the ship blew up, then it would have been a different story. So. 
but no divers were involved in there. Actually, no, I think they might have had some divers. I, I, I don't even care. Don't yeah. Nobody cares. No, I don't care either. Yeah. So then afterwards, we had a uh, Jeff Powers from Chino Prison. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. He talked about uh talked about you know diving with the navy his career then he right. you know talked about some combat dolphins which was combat pretty dolphins right the yep. combat dolphins of point loma and then uh yeah he talked about how the program is going up there for the uh, chino state prisoners so that was a blast that's yeah. another uh another invite that we have to take him up on because he said he was going to get us into that prison to do an episode so i'm, I'm uh, sure once everything opens up we'll yeah yeah yeah, we're still waiting on some of the stuff to open up. So hopefully we can get in the prison. I want to do an on-location episode at Chino State Prison. And uh, our episode cover will be like the Johnny Cash cover when he was doing his Folsom Prison, right? Right. Yes. yes. Very nice. Very but, uh, nice. Yeah, no, it's uh, still still waiting for that. It's what, one of the only times anyone's going to say, I can't wait to get into that prison. Right. <laughs> That's right. I <laughs> can't wait right. till we go to Chino Prison. <laughs> That's too funny. And then we did another little chamber run episode after that. And that was on the uh, death of commercial diver, Adrian Nell, who uh, was involved in a, he ended up getting a shot by a terrorist. Um, he was out working in between dive jobs. You know, he took a side job. Um, I, I forgot where it was at, but uh, he, he took a side job somewhere where it was a hot spot, And um, the terrorists ended up overtaking, you know, that town and, uh, he was shot trying to escape with his uh, family or not his family, but not I his think family. his father was with him, yeah. you know, as a uh, contractors. And uh, he ended up uh, losing his life on that one. Um, then after that, we uh, talked with Kara. Um, she's a police diver and we did kind of a mini episode with her. It was a public service episode. And uh, she kind of told us about, you know, what they do as a police diver, which was, you know, it was pretty insightful. You know, a lot of us commercial divers know what, what, you know, to some extent what the police divers do, but it is a little different when you have the police diver actually talking to you on the show and the kind of stuff that they go through and the toll it takes to, I mean, that's all they do is recover cars and evidence and bodies, you know? It's, yeah. She's searching recovery. She's, she's a badass chick though. She mm-hmm. beat my ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so she kind of talked about that, and uh, and then she also talked about powerlifting. So yeah, she's a big powerlifter. She's awesome. I love That's her. Right. She's That's cool. Right. And that episode we had a uh, we had JC on with us as well. Jim mm-hmm. Diver was was on that episode with me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that's right, man. I forgot to give shout outs to everyone right. else that was on this episode. I was literally so, going to so, say that um, Ken Coleman. You have Ken Coleman. He's also yeah works with us. Uh, Sean Williams. Yeah. Who and else? Then, uh, Is that it? Uh, JC. And yeah. And after the police diver episode, we talked actually before that, we had done an episode with uh, Tim McCoy. And uh, his episode was Adventures of Pooh Bear because his, uh, his you know, his uh, dive name, his hand, you know, his hand name, like on the barge, is uh, Pooh Bear. So they mm. call him Pooh Bear, you know. Um, so we had him on and that was in november as well and uh we ended up having him back on when we did our uh, episode at the pike so that was uh, our non-diving episode that's right that's where right, we that's uh, right. shot on location at the uh, pike bar and restaurant yep. in long beach chris was on with us yep chris the, uh, the owner former drummer from social yep. d and the owner of the pike bar 
big antiquer. I think we ended up talking more about antiques that episode than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, how did you guys even get that opportunity to do that there? Did you guys just meet him there one, one time after work or something? Or He's just a cool guy. I mean, I, I mean, he's been in and out of there all the time. I've been going there for a long time. I never mm-hmm. spoke with him before, but you know, I've seen him a bunch there. Yeah. It's a local spot that, that we, you know, we'd go to and, yeah. you know, been to before, you know, several times. And, you know, I, I, I think, uh, I used to live right. We wanted to, yeah, on Fourth. I lived right there, right down the street, and I would. That was my every day. I don't want to say every day. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it makes it sound like a raging alcoholic. Yeah, rich one. <laughs> right, that. but it was it was the go to bar for right when I lived down there big time. And part of it is that we wanted to do like a local Long Beach episode, and right. uh, we wanted to, sh- to to record it on location and. Um, so, you know, the, I think the first thing we thought about was, was the pike, you know, the pike popped up because it's diver friendly. It's nautical themed, you know, a really cool, legendary place. And, you know, uh, ended up, uh, messaging, uh, Chris and Chris was all for it. You know, he, you know, didn't bad an eye, you know, and he's been a big supporter, you know, of, of what we're doing here in the dive shack ever since, you know, so really, yeah. really good dude to have in your corner. That's for yeah. sure. Really That's good stories the- too. That's the Pike Restaurant and Bar. And they're also... Beach, you should go check uh, it yeah, out. Yeah, it's, definitely go check it out. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's and it's that was... I mean, that wasn't much... We talked about diving a little bit. Mostly it was mm-hmm. about antiquing and a lot of music. A lot of music. Which yeah. I know... I mean, what better two guests to have... Or a guest and a co-host, another co-host than Tim McCoy. Because Tim McCoy was in a band. you know, And it was just an all-Long Beach affair, which was... Mm-hmm. We're all from Long Beach. When you're from Long Beach, you support Long Beach. You bleed Long Beach all the way through it. I mean, it's it's in our blood. <laughs> but now you live in Nevada. So now I moved. I know. Yeah. I moved away three <laughs> months ago. So he lives in I know Arizona. You've been saying I've got to drop or something that, uh, like that. You got to drop that LB diver off of my my. Name. Yeah, you lost it, dude. Can't but I can't be Riverside no diver. Riverside diver. <laughs> Riverside diver. It doesn't even sound right. Just call yourself a dirt <laughs> diver. Dirt diver. <laughs> All right, but yeah, after after that episode with a with a police diver uh, with with Kara, we did a episode with Mitch Acampora, and that was a cool one too. And uh, that he was uh, he talked about his time when he was working at the uh, neutral buoyancy laboratory. So that episode was called uh, "Diving into Space." And uh, talked with Mitch, you know, Mitch agreed to come on after I read an article about him in Underwater Magazine. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool that uh, he did that article and uh, invited him to come on the show and kind of tell us in his own words a little bit about it and expand more on it. So that was a, so that's one of those times where I felt that the print is great. You know, reading these stories and seeing these stories in magazines is great, you know because you get to see the pictures and everything and stuff like that too. But sometimes a story deserves to be told by the person, you know, telling it. Uh, and, and that was a perfect example. I mean, Mitch was able to go a little bit more in depth. We got to know all about him and stuff and how he got that job at the neutral buoyancy laboratory and how he got to diving and just so much more, you know, my opinion that uh, the podcast format, you know, is, is better than print. You know, I'm going to keep saying that I'm not saying go out and burn your books or go out and burn your magazine stuff. But, you know, if you got a long drive, you, you, you can't read and drive, you know, to try, 
but uh, I don't recommend it. Right. It's much easier to uh, put on the latest episode of the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So then after uh, after we talked with Mitch, then we 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 spoke with Tommy McConnell of Fifteen Fathoms, and and that was a that was a cool episode. You know, it talked about his business and him being a Navy diver as well. So we went on a string of like Navy divers. You know, I think we did like two back to back, and uh, we talked with with him, and uh, we talked a little bit about mental health as well. You know, which uh, you know, there's there's something for everybody on this show. You know, and that definitely helps out a lot to hear other people going through the same struggles that you go through, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we had a, our first two-parter, our first two-part episode. So that's, this was an episode uh, called Diving In and Moving Up with Chad Case. And, and uh, I had a blast with that because we shot, we were, I keep saying we shot like we're shooting a movie, you know? We recorded on location at uh, one of our other favorite places, at the Long Beach Rod and Gun Club. That's that right. One? That is absolutely right. Was, and that uh, one we did shoot a little bit of video we threw it on Instagram, which was a blast, yeah. you know. Yeah, that was fun. Had some what do we have? Students? Did yeah, we have yeah, students? we we had yeah. uh we had some dive students from a DIT. So uh okay. it was it was a uh, one of the DIT dive students reached out to me and uh was asking me questions and stuff. And I mentioned, hey, I'm having uh having my old boss on the show. And I think it'd be good if you know if you guys wanted to get a couple of the students together and uh, jump on and kind of hear from the horse's mouth how to get a job, you know, what what dive supervisors and operation managers are looking for. So uh, Chad Kaysen is an operations manager for a global diving and salvage. And uh, he, he told it to us straight, you know, he, he really easy to talk to, you know, we had a great time with him, but you know, he kind of told you, he told you like it is, you know, and told you, told you what you need to know when you're getting out there in the field after school. And uh, the part two was a uh, questions and answers with Chad. So that was pretty neat where uh, dive students, you know, started a, uh, asking him questions and we're able to ask, uh, ask Chad questions and he was able to answer them. So, you know, it was definitely a fun episode and, and I think it did a lot for, for those, uh, those youngsters uh, coming into the trade too. Just harnessing your trade at these different levels that you want to be at, you know, anybody can, anybody can take notes and hold the mic and, and lead the crew and conduct the project as a supervisor. But what's, What's very specific to this to this industry is that this what if factor. What if something happens? What if something get, somebody gets trapped? What if somebody can't clear in the chamber? Like these things that don't usually happen on a regular basis. There's a there's a slew of emergency procedures for this. There's a ton of them, and then there's a book to follow. But that's part of being a supervisor and a superintendent is becoming well versed in these these emergency procedures and these what if factors. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big magnet, I think for clients too, when they, they always want to know how much, how come it costs this much? I can't believe we're paying this much for, for guys to get in the water. Yeah. Cause they can get fucking killed. That's why. Cause at any moment, this bright sunny day can rain down fucking sadness when somebody gets killed in the water and it could be nobody's fault. It could be a, a, a freak accident. It's happened before, but if you've tried everything you can and you have all these emergency procedure tools to follow and you follow them, you know, you've done your, you know, you don't, you know, you've done your job. So that was just a little, little bit, you know, a little snippet of uh, what Chad was talking about. And just that two minutes, I mean, that's just, that's just amazing, you know? And those are the kind of guys that you want to listen to those guys with experience that, that know what's up and that want to help the industry and want to impart their knowledge, you know? 
And uh, he, he talked about, you know, how to be a good supervisor and uh, how to go from the diving, you know, field into the office. He touched on that a little bit too. So it was definitely an episode for everybody, you know, and at every level of your diving career. So again, um, really thankful that he was able to come on and, uh, you know, it's uh, it was great to have him on. Hopefully, we can have him on again at some point too. You know, and then uh, after Chad, we end up speaking with uh, with Trevor from Pressure Junkies, who was uh, who's one of our early sponsors. I know, you know, we we spoke with him. He talked about how he started his company and you know, diving in Texas and and everything. You know, really cool dude too. And again, the more you get to know the people that are selling these products and that that are selling stuff to you the more likely you are to buy from them because you you know, that's how you kind of get to know the type of person they are. If they come off as a slick oil salesman, you know, or snake oil salesman, you're going to tell right away, you know? So mm-hmm. you come on this show, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, you talk about your product because I want to know who you are, whether or not to give you my money, you know? So it, it was pretty cool to have him on. And then we uh, spoke with a uh, Joe Dettori that was a uh, Sean Williams was on that episode. We talked about dive medicine. Then we did our first uh, cross pod. So that's where, uh, where two podcasts get together and they record the same episode and they release it on their, uh, on, on their, pers- pers- on their sites. I don't know why I stumbled. I, I only had one shot of whiskey. Mm. On their platform. On their platforms. Way better. Right, maybe I need another shot. Hold on. Here's to our one year. Oh. One year of being a business. Cheers. Hold on. I have mine Cheers, in buddy. a nice, cool... Drink my air. <clears throat> oh, Cheers. Where is it? There I, it is. I drank already, but I'll do it again. Ugh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was with uh, Arc Junkies. Jason Becker of Arc Junkies. And uh, talked about welding, talked about... Uh, Talked about diving. You know, he asked me questions. I asked him questions and that was a pretty cool episode, you know, and uh, kind of told him what it was to be, you know, a diver that welds, you know, we kind of went over the myth of uh, the underwater welder. You know, it's, it's not uh, something that you are, it's something that you do as part of your task of being a diver, you know? So um, <clears throat> I know we keep beating that dang horse to death. It just won't die, you know? Right. So after a arc junkies cross pod, we uh, spoke with a uh, with EIT diver Mariana. That's the oh uh, uh, yeah, the structural engineer. Yep, structural engineer, young, fresh, and motivated. So she's doing That's a right. lot of stuff. She's doing like East Coast and everything, and East Coaster, New East Jersey, Coaster. all the way. Yeah. And uh, kind of talked about her journey and uh, and how she became a uh, an engineer. You know, uh, hopefully she'll be a professional engineer soon. She's an EIT. And uh, kind of working, working her way up, learning, and uh, trying to be an engineer diver, or is an engineer diver, not trying right. to be. So, and uh, yeah, it was a great episode for our young, young, you know, female divers, you know, um, and it really uh, touched a lot of people. I think her episode is one of our uh, more popular episodes as well. Yeah, yeah, I missed that one. That was. Yeah, we got really doing, busy. Well, we unfortunately, super busy. Unfortunately, that was also a really busy week too. Um, it, I think her episode, may, you know, her her episode did really well. Still, despite the fact that the following day we did have that dive tragedy. That's right. Um, 
And we, we had to cover that. that the next day after, you know, and that was the uh, LG&E Mill Creek diving accident with uh, Jackson Wood. And yeah. uh, I know we, we covered that pretty in depth through uh, late August and or late July and early August. And um, that one kind of struck a chord with me because, you know, the kid was young. He was uh, 19. 19, you know, yeah, been on dive school for, I don't even know if it was for a year. And uh, he got put in a situation, you know, where the facility that he was diving in, you know, was really had no safety mechanisms in place and uh, was diving next to a running pump. Unbeknownst to him, it wasn't isolated and uh, his umbilical ended up getting, uh, getting sucked in there, which ultimately led to, uh, led to his death, you know. And uh, I mean, as a community, we were all in an uproar over that one, you know, just because, you know, partly because of the age of the, the, the kid and, uh, you know, the failures, you know, that, uh, that led to his, uh, untimely death there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an ongoing legal case to this day right now. And, uh, yep. at some point I'm sure we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get all the facts and details and everything. We were able to, uh, to talk with a bulldog diving and we actually, helped to get a couple of things straightened out that the media falsely reported. Um, right. Yeah. They didn't do their job. They didn't fact check. They didn't do their due diligence. Like a lot of these dive incidents and tragedies, the media, you know, doesn't know anything about our trade. So they ask people that have no business being asked, you know, they ended up asking a scuba dive shop about diving in that location. I had contacted the scuba shop and asked them, Hey, did you know personally, you know, the diver or, you know, anything to do with that job? And he's like, no, this news lady just called us up out of nowhere and asked for my opinion. Right. And we're not even in the same state. Well, you know how those, how the media does nowadays. Yeah. So. so I felt really proud about that, that we were able to, to help correct, you know, some of the misreported facts that were kind of the big, facts you know they initially said it was a two-man team and right you know that wasn't the truth and we were able to get that verified straight from the contractor that was at the site you know and and uh we uh again you know our hearts go out to the uh, wood family and uh mm-hmm. bulldog diving and you know hopefully uh hopefully we'll get some answers and some uh you know something will come of it so um then after that we uh spoke with les joiner he was the former president of Ocean Corp. And uh, I spoke with Les, you know, he's a, another legendary name that's, you know, been in the business for a long time, training divers and, you know, a good source of knowledge. And, uh, you know, kind of knows everybody, heart of gold, you know, knew Les Gorski really well as well. You know, they were really good friends. And and uh, I know Les, Les Gorski's death, you know, hit, you know, Les Joyner, you know, pretty hard. And uh, we had Les Joyner on to talk about kind of, you know, dive schools and dive training. And yeah, we also had him on to talk about uh, about divers that might have a drinking problem, you know, and kind of how to overcome that. (laughs) I know, uh, Johnny, you were uh, kind of against this episode. Well, I was drinking at the time. So, okay. All right. I was less helped you out there. I was busy drinking. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, you know, I'm not, not one to, talk about someone's sobriety so you know but i'm a drinker so that's just how you know it goes you know what it is though gorski told us to go and uh contact joiner to have him on it's 
it's kind of crazy the connections you make because what if what if we never talked to Gorski? Would we have less on? Maybe, maybe not. Did you know him? Because I didn't no. know him. No, that's the thing. It's a lot of this, just like the business word of mouth, you know, that's how that's how it happens. We had the episode with um it was a recent episode, the history of oil field diving. And um that's how his book got so big is that he interviewed one diver and then that led to two other guys. And then this guy says, Hey, you've really got to talk to that guy. Next thing you know, you've got a 900 page book called right. the history of oil field diving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's hear what uh Les Joyner has to say uh, about drinking real quick. All right. Oh. Let's play this clip. Let me play this clip. Oh, the, the, the funny thing is I worked with a supervisor that was like, I, he, he said, I don't trust a diver that don't drink or don't smoke or something weird like that. You know? Oh, it's yeah. Like, there's a lot of them out there like that. Like you got to do the dirty things they're doing in order for them to trust you. You know, it's kind of yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there was a speech made by Noah Sweat in 1954. And uh, they asked this Mississippi legislator, what do you th- what, how do you feel about alcohol? Now, this is in Prohibition. And he said, when you say whiskey, if you mean the devil's brew, the poison scourge, the bloody monster that defiles innocence, dethrones reason, destroys the home, creates misery and poverty, literally takes bread from the mouths of little children. If you mean the evil drink that topples the Christian man and woman from the pinnacle of righteousness, gracious living to the bottomless pit of degradation and despair, shame and helplessness, then I'm certainly against it. But when you say whiskey, if you mean the oil of conversation, the philosophic wine, the ale that's consumed when good fellows get together, that puts a song in their heart and laughter on their lips, the warm glow of contentment in their eyes. If you mean Christmas cheer, the stimulating drink puts spring in the old man's step on a frosty morning. If you mean the drink with sale of which pours into our treasures untold billions of dollars, which used to provide tender care for our crippled children, blind, deaf, and dumb, our pitiful age, and infirm to build highways, hospitals, and schools, then I'm certainly for it. That's my stand. I won't retreat from it, nor will I compromise. And that's the problem with liquor alone in our business. Uh, I've known a lot of guys that you could go to the bar with after the job was over and they'd have a couple of beers to go home. You know, and you go, what the hell's wrong with them? Well, they're normal. I thought that was pretty cool, you know, when, when he shared that speech. And then you know, at the very end, he's like, yeah, a couple of drinks and they go home. Well, he's normal. <laughs> We've got a lot of abnormal divers, I'll tell you that much. I remember listening to that episode and I can listen to that guy talk for hours. Did you know that he, that he voice. does voiceovers? Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. He's got the person. He's yeah, got checked out his voice, website. You know, he, he does voiceovers. You know, he's an expert witness on a uh, dive injury cases and, you know, dive cases and stuff. And yeah, he's yeah. a cool dude. Got that Texan voice breaking. Yeah, voices. he does, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's a true Texan right there. He's awesome. So, for I forgot to mention, um, you remember like during during the uh, Mill Creek incident, we actually talked with uh, Phil Newsom, and uh, I don't know how I forgot to mention it. It's because I got a small screen here that I'm looking at. But uh, we, we oh, had Phil right. Newsom on. Yeah, we completely skipped over the Phil Newsom yeah. episode. And then after Phil Newsom, we had a uh, which Bobby was Delise. Which was also a big deal. Yeah. Because... The Phil Newsom episode was huge for us. 
Yeah. That's, I mean, that's ADCI. So, yeah, and, and and we've been close ever since that episode too. You know, constant uh, constant contact. You know, been talking talking with ADCI and the marketing department and stuff. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can work with them again in the future. And yeah, uh, hopefully. but the conversation we had with Phil Newsom was definitely an amazing conversation. You know, we got his official statement on that incident and Delta P incidents in general. And uh, right. I think we we kind of helped shed. You know, that's one of those things where there's a lot of light shed on it already, but we still have divers dying from it, you know, regularly. And, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, the incidents, you know, related to Delta P and, and uh, you know, kind of the steps that need to be taken, you know. And again, it's like another one of those arguments that you keep just beating the horse to death until something gives, you know, until you make glue, I guess. I don't know. Right. And then uh, we spoke with Phil Newsom, you know, told us a lot about ADCI, told us about the relationship between ADCI and IMCA, which was also eye-opening too, you know, because we always thought IMCA and ADCI were just like these arch bitter rivals, you know, like East and West, you know, Tupac and Biggie type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then after uh, after Phil, we had uh, Bobby DeLisa on to talk about uh, dive accidents and divers' rights, you know, and, and how to document and how to how to handle certain, you know, incidences and stuff, you know, and, and we had him on and, you know, he's become a a big sponsor of our show. I'm wearing his shirt. Check out that shirt guy. He sent us some shark shirts. That is fancy. Hawaiian shark shirts. Kind of jealous of that shirt. And, uh, definitely, uh, definitely guys number that you want to have in your back pocket in case, uh, case something does happen, you know, even if it's just for a consultation, um, you know, don't always recommend, uh, Litigation as your first step in anything, because uh, if you're bringing frivolous lawsuits, then you're probably never going to work for anybody ever again. So we uh, then spoke with Les Joyner. And then after that, then we spoke with my old uh, dive instructor, uh, David Dodd, who is also uh, a big wig at ADCI as well. So we had the uh, vice president of ADCI on, you know, shortly after uh, Phil you know, came on as well. So, so, uh, Dave Dodd, he's the, uh, he's the chair of the uh, safety at ADCI. So we had a conversation about that. And then we also talked about, uh, kind of our dive history together and, uh, diving in Florida and kind of shared a lot of cool stories, you know, and, uh, that was a blast. Then after Dave Dodd, we had the, uh, other episode, that is kind of ranks ranks pretty high up on our list. Uh, that was the episode with our new best friend, uh, Mr. Robert Trahan. Remember that mm. guy? Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. That was one where it's like, okay, yeah, this you know, this guy contacted me, sent me a message. I'm like, yeah, you know, it'd be cool to have a Canadian on talk about you know diving and stuff and everything, and you know, international episode and all that. And remember, we weren't like too, you know too like super excited or anything, but then the minute he comes on within the first five minutes. Yeah. yeah so I punched my vice principal in the head. Right. <laughs> when do, how old was he? 15 or 13? Like 13 or something, you know, like young. I punched, you know? I punched my vice principal in the head. Knocked him out, busted I his head open. left the country, he snuck out of the country and wound it up in Florida. And the 13. other thing, the other thing that we didn't know about, uh, about Robert was that he had written a book called Chasing Black Gold, 
that is a story of his life after diving. Mm. You know, he didn't tell us about that. No. And we didn't know until somebody else messaged me and said, Hey, that dude you just had on, he's, you know, he wrote this amazing book that you guys should check out. And then I started reading it. I'm like, Holy cow, this, this is the dude. I mean, this guy's a modern day, you know, you know, pirate. So, you know, really cool dude. And, uh, talked about diving. He had a blast. And uh, he, he said it was, you know, a lot of fun being on talking about, you know, diving and stuff. He didn't talk about anything that was in the book, Chasing Black Gold, you know, because, uh, you know, it didn't really have a whole lot to do with diving. That was all, uh, all uh, smuggling, you know, it was doing a lot of uh, smuggling. Um, and the funny thing is that, you know, we kind of touched on a couple of things early on in the episode <laughs> where he kind of looked kind of weird. You right. know? And I'm like, <laughs> is he looking oh, all weird? It, it all makes sense now. <laughs> it all makes perfect sense. <laughs> Because I think I had made a comment. <laughs> Remember, we had made a comment about like cocaine in Miami and stuff. Right. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, cocaine wasn't big back then. You know, it was mostly marijuana. And I'm like, did you know that they had divers <laughs> working the marijuana smuggling? No, I did Little not did know, we know that. He's like, I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, I don't know like, what don't you're know speaking of right now. <laughs> he probably thought we were feds. <laughs> Dude, to get yeah, I can only imagine. There, there are not hitmen coming to your house at this moment. Oh my gosh. So so I picked out a clip that we definitely need to play. This is a this is a clip when he blew himself up. So oh, let yeah. me go ahead and roll that and clip. And then he almost died. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and roll that clip. All right. Uh, I think it was the Helideck and uh we were going down and, and uh, uh to save time, the guy wanted me just to go, the dive master wanted me to go down around the uh around it and in and do all the burn offs and things inside but i didn't because of the currents and other things i decided to cut a hole through the deck and go down that way and uh which which probably saved my life because one of the last uh burns we did on this thing was there's some a bulkhead and it was pretty close to where the the hole had cut was and i don't know we still don't know what it was but uh because it wasn't on any of the blueprints but uh, I was in my Miller hat and my Unisuit, and uh, I just bought the Unisuit actually because I liked it so much up in the Arctic. I thought that working in the Mississippi was perfect because Mississippi is cold too, and, and uh, you know, late, late, late of the year. And so I sat there, inflated the suit, uh, made it hot, and that's the last thing I remember. And uh, they said I, I blew right out the water. The ambulance was there before the standby diver got me out of the water. And I was based in the hospital for about three months after that. And uh, I had a big where my, my neck, my face seal was in the middle. It was all black around there. My eyes were red when I finally came to. And, uh, and one of the things that was quite funny was uh, my eardrums were both busted out, right? And uh, the... Uh, uh, when I realized that, I'd read these stories when I was reading books earlier about old divers that could blow smoke out their ears. And uh, so I, a couple of guys came to visit me. I said, give me a cigarette, give me a cigarette. And uh, watched it. And, uh, I'm on Demerol. Like Demerol makes you feel nothing when you've been shot in the chest, right? You don't even feel that. And, That's uh, the good stuff. <laughs> I, I, I took a, this cigarette and I, and I blew the smoke out my ears like that. 
And I've never had anything so painful in my life. They were laughing like hell at it, you know, because it was right. funny. It, it, but, uh, so it was earned, you know? So. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's <laughs> That's uh, great, man. So that is crazy. So yeah. you blew yourself up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you blew yourself up. It's so funny. Blew me out of the water. Had to get that ambulance. <laughs> He was the best. He was a good one too. Yeah, we had a lot of good ones. Man, it's like when you talk to some of these people, it's like you just want to go hop on a plane and just go hang yeah, out. Yeah, let's hang out. You know? Well, he he enjoyed being on it that so much that he he was on our next episode. Yeah. Yeah, he was on our episode with a uh, Jordan Moreno. He just wanted and, to hang uh, out. <laughs> yeah, which is great. And and you know what? I encourage that. If you guys ever want to come on the show and just watch, you know, be in the audience and watch us do this live, you know, hit me up and and we'll get you on, you know. We'll just mute you. And then uh, we'll pretend you're not there. And uh, that way you can just kind of watch the episode, you know, as we're recording and stuff. And, you know, if you're, yeah, you if you're down for those outtakes, do it, you know. Right. And you can talk sometimes. I mean, he yeah, talks talk in the middle. Yeah. Why yeah, not? Yeah. If you have something to say, I'm not going to yeah. stop you. Oh, yeah. and when we talked to uh, that ne- next episode, we had uh, Matthew Mason on. Yeah, that was another Santa Barbara. But real quick, though, what, Jordan what Moreno, I just want to give Barbara. Him. He he was no. with us on that one too. Oh, was he? Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was. Yeah, that's Matt Mason right. jumped on with us. Yeah, you know, that's right. That's another one of our uh, teammates, you know, that we work with, and he was able to jump on and give some input on a uh, on welding as well. So yeah, and that's the thing we like doing. You know, we like getting some of the extra guest co-hosts that uh, are kind of uh, experts in their uh, you know subject matter to uh, kind of have some input, you know, in areas that we might not be as strong as. So, you know, I'm not going to talk like I'm an offshore diving, you know, legend or anything like that because I've not done any offshore diving. You right. Know? I'm an inland guy. So, mm. you know, I'm not going to fake it. I'm going to get someone else that's been through it to help me out. You know, that's what you do as a team, right? That's right. So, yeah, after Trahan, we had a Jordan Moreno. Before that, though, we did a Hurricane Ida episode on the repair and recovery and uh, there's still work going on out there. You know, it's still, it's a lot of work. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of divers that are busy and right at it. There are yeah, companies Ducky, that are hiring. Ducky was out there. Ducky's still out there. Ducky is still out there. Still That's out right. there. Correction. And uh, oh, wow. a lot of companies are offering, still offering, you know, some sign-on pay, you know, and, uh, and bonuses. So get some of that work while you can. Yeah. You know? Now's the time. Then uh, we also had Bobby DeLise on that as well, a little bit too, because, uh, you know, his office was right there in uh, New Orleans and uh, you kind of talked a little bit about uh, what happened in Katrina, kind of things to look out for, for those guys that are going out there to do work, you know? So he kind of gave, gave our divers a heads up on uh, some of the things to watch out for. So that, that was a good little mini episode that we did there. Then we had a uh, Jordan Moreno with a, uh, and then Matt Mason was on that. He's a, mm-hmm. uh, he's a diver with a uh, Phoenix. And he does a lot of a uh, ship husbandry welding, mm-hmm. and he also is with a uh, the oh. YouTube channel Weltube. Weltube, yeah. So definitely, we got big shout outs from Weltube for having him on, and uh, it was great to uh, work with him, and uh, great to get the support of uh, Weltube. So yeah. go check them out. Go check them out, YouTube and Instagram. They give a lot of detailed mm-hmm. explanation about what they do and stuff like that. So it's really cool. And then we had the Santa Barbara 
episode. That was a fun one. That, that was, was a, a fun. That was a cool day trip. Yeah. I love Santa Barbara. My family's from Santa Barbara County. So, or my dad's side anyway. So that was, and we spoke with uh, Jeff Tielst, yep. the, uh, the, the director, the program director there. And, uh, you know, that guy's, uh, the guy's been in the trade a long time. And he's 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 seen some stuff, so it's definitely the right dude to be training the new divers. And he sure didn't pull any punches, did he, Johnny? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. You know, he didn't. But, you know, what I really enjoyed about that was that those I don't want to say kids. That sounds stupid. But the students, that class was really open to talk to us as too. They showed us. I got shown around a few spots, and they sat in on uh, some of that. Well, we thought we were going live, but somebody forgot to push record. And we all know who that was. It was Armando. Yeah. That, so, that yeah, because they, they were asking we some, some good, good questions. Yeah. yeah but nobody cares content. about what stupid kids have to say. They're not kids. <laughs> yeah. I think there were a couple that were older than me in the class. No, they're not. No way. And then, oh, we had to, we gave away a knife. We gave away a yeah to that one kid that insulted us. That one guy that insulted us. No, he insulted you. See, that's the difference. Oh, whatever, dude. And he called me fat. <laughs> In so many words, he called you fat. Yeah, yeah. And, and he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Good for he's him. Messy, messy. He's already. What was he saying? Like, oh, you're a you're a portly fella. How you fitting? <laughs> kind of, sort of. But he's like, a, oh, okay. Is that a hefty? Do you know what his question was, Johnny? Husky? No, I don't remember. So his question was, um, he said, um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you guys. Uh, oh yeah, since uh, since you guys are kind of bigger, you know. No, he didn't say you guys. Like myself, he, he said. said he's yeah. like, don't he said you. Oh, he right, was talking yeah, yeah. to you. Okay, well, I'm he's not like, saying well, I'm skinny by any means, but. But he said, since you're the size that you are, he's somebody right. like myself, who he was also, like I said, you know, he, he wasn't that big. He shouldn't have been concerned anyways in the first place. You know, he was well-built well dude. But uh, he's like somebody that's that's a little bit, you know, fatter. How, you know, is, how is the dive business receptive to that? You know, as if I have trouble fitting into a wetsuit <laughs> or a chamber or something is what he was implying, you know. And um, I'm like... No, dude, as long as you can do the work, you know, and just kind of answer them professionally. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, yes. son of a... Yeah, subtext, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, that was... I think that was a fair question that he asked you. Yeah, it and was. I, I guess I did take offense to it. Because I, I didn't always think, used to look the way that I look now. I don't think... When I started uh, in the trade, you know? I don't think I gave that knife to him. I, I think it was another guy. No, I thought he, he showed up right. late. No, it was another guy no. who showed up. No. Who everybody was like, "Oh, that's the guy who should get it." No, I thought because it was a funny he's, question. He's going somewhere. Yeah, but we gave a spider co. That was a big ticket yeah, item. Yeah. We gave shirts, stickers. Yeah. If if people want to watch that episode, where do they go to see it? It's, it's on the uh, it's on your guys' YouTube. Yeah, right? you go to our YouTube, and uh, we have been putting some of the videos up there. We are gonna. We do have another video from Santa Barbara. Um, of a uh, Jeff Jeff Teals giving us a tour of the uh, dive school, so he'll take us around like the little dive facility there, and uh, you know we talk with him for about thirty minutes or so. So uh, we'll be posting that up uh, pretty soon within the next month or so. So uh, be on the lookout for that on our YouTube page. Just search uh, "Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack." 
and uh, we're, we're, we're going to be posting more uh, video content. So uh, like I said, subscribe and like that way you get those alerts when we do post videos on there. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for sure. That was a cool yeah. facility for how small it actually was. So yeah. Yeah. They had two beautiful tanks. Place, though. Yeah. Beautiful. Two tanks, the chamber, they had a bell. It was, they had everything you needed to learn. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. Had some beers in the parking lot. Yep. I don't know if you should have said that. Oh, no, that doesn't matter. It's <laughs> yeah. happened already. It's You're not going to not let us there anymore. College. Right. No, we was, already got what we wanted. Yeah. I pounded his, I pounded some beer before. Some yeah, chiladas. Some, yeah. It was Paper early. bag chiladas. Yeah. It was early. I had to have breakfast. Yeah. It's like a morning drink. It's not even considered beer. It's juice. Right. It's, it's more juice. juice than beer. Exactly. So. Yeah, just had an energy V8 drink. And Matthew Mason came with us because that, that's with us. his alma mater right there mm-hmm. of dive schools. So that was a pretty was cool, cool episode. And again, you know, Teals didn't pull any punches, you know, it lets the students know right off of the bat, hey, look, you know, yeah, it's going to be this, this, and this. You're probably not going to make it. And then we talked about schools and pass How rate and stuff. And the almighty dollar yeah. controls the pass rate. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, said I can't, can't speak, you know, speak about that. Cause I, you know, we haven't had any of the other dive schools on. So hopefully we right. will soon at some point. So, you know, yeah. um, anyhow, mm-hmm. that was a cool episode. And he tell, talked about the uh, coffee penis, the what penis, uh, coffee, hot coffee story. Oh yeah. Was hot coffee on his, I want my penile. coffee and I want it now. Well, he sure did get it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he got it. <laughs> I'm not getting he in the sure chamber until I it. get my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if he tripped. Hmm. You think it was purpose? I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> I'm pretty know. sure it was. I don't know. Those are the stories I, I live for, though. You know? Yeah, it was great. So then, uh, then we had uh, we talked about a little bit. The next episode we 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 had was the oil field diving episode, and uh, that was a cool cool episode about the history of oil field diving. And talked about his book and how he wrote it and how he you know kind of went through the process on it. And uh, that was Christopher Swan. So uh, we definitely love our uh, authors and uh, oh yes. authors with books and stuff. And oh yes. you know, so we'll read anything. Just give it to us. Give it to us. Yeah, give I'll read us. whatever you got. And there's still a couple names that are on my radar. So uh, I will be reaching out, you know, shortly, or you can reach out to me first, you know, um, then we're caught up, man. This is, this is a, that's not, we're not caught just, up. Yeah. We are caught up already. Yeah. What am I forgetting? Holy moly. That was quick. Yeah. No, uh, this last episode, which is done yeah. amazingly well. Yeah. Wow, we're already to that twenty episode 28, 29. Yeah, 29. Yeah. 29. I can't believe it. Twenty nine. I know. So this Marnie. last episode was with a uh, Marnie. Marnie's their last name. Oh, Zabarski. Okay. There you go. Kind of like Zabrowski better though. Kinda it does sound a little like Zabrowski. Get over here. Zabrowski is a set. Zabrowski, get in the goddamn belt. Zabrowski, get in the can. Sabrowski, yeah. what are you God, doing? God damn it, Sabrowski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Marnie Zabarski. Um, 
She's the first uh, American female saturation diver in the Gulf. Yeah. So, so the funny thing is, and, and the reason why I said that is because initially we had said, you know, first, first uh, female saturation diver, but guess who was pretty quick to correct me? Who? Huh. The Europeans. Oh boy. Those Europeans are always trying to correct us Americans. But they're right though. But I right. get That's it. Yeah, That's sure. So you can be right. But I, have, I'm gracious about it. As long I as they them. had European class when they did it, though. They did. They did. It's, and we want to get our at. facts straight on this show. Sometimes yeah. you know, things things are said that, you know, we, we're not 100% accurate. And uh, we are quick to correct it. We That's are. right. Yes. You know, we're not, you know, going to ignore the story like the media does and, 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 you know, just runs with it. Right. We are pretty quick to correct it. So I did correct it and I did do some research and there was a Norwegian uh, saturation diver and uh, man, I should have, should have had her name here. Darn it. Now I feel like a total chode and look like one, don't I? Yeah. So it was a Norwegian diver. And uh, if you're interested, I'll I'll send you her name and and, and, uh, stuff and uh, maybe we can do a little story on her at some point. But uh, right now it's about Marnie and uh, Marnie, you know, is definitely uh, tearing up the charts. So I want to thank uh, Marnie Zabarski for coming on and telling her story. And uh, her episode in one week has gotten, it's it's like our fastest growing episode, you know, mm-hmm. with, I mean, she's she's at 600 listens or 600 downloads in, in one week. So that's, that's crazy. pretty darn, that, that, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. So uh, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the numbers too, just real quick. Uh, after one year, we have a total, uh, of 17,500 downloads of our show. So that's a 17,000. It feels just like yesterday that we were celebrating 10,000 downloads. In fact, I think that was only like three months ago. Oh my God. Right. We're going to hit 20. I'm not going to know what to do. I have to do stuff. Don't we have to do stuff? I don't know what to do. When I said that, you know, okay, hopefully we'll do another little anniversary you know, announcement when we hit a hundred thousand. I don't think we're gonna have to wait that long, man. So I think don't we're definitely cocky. reaching more ears. I'm getting 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 real cocky. Yeah. Yeah, don't get cocky. No. Who are you? Okay. I know nah, Disney podcast. I listen to Disney podcasts that have nobody. more listeners than we do. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I love Disney. No, the too. organic growth has, has been amazing, and you guys have talked to really interesting people. I, I just want to say that uh, it's been an honor to be a part of the show and being being able to help and getting to hear the experiences of these people. Uh, you know, they're, they're regular dudes too, but they got an amazing life that, that they've lived, and they, they, these stories are great. Yeah, dude, they're just trying to live, bro. And that's the thing that, that Marnie was saying too. Like Marnie wasn't trying to be a champion pioneer of women. You know, she's not like a super ultra right. feminist that's trying to change the culture of the business. You know, who wants she's that just on their trying shoulders? To do anyway. a job, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm just, just trying, trying to make to that money, make some money, you know, do something cool with her life. And I am you know, not your kinda, role model. Trying to become something something else afterwards, obviously. You know, you, you don't know the, the strides you're making while you're doing it. Yeah. And uh, that's how it should be, you know? One of the big numbers, too, that I really like looking at, and this increases like pretty often. Um, I think in our media kit, I have down that we're listened to in 70-something different countries. Mm-hmm. Well, we now have 83 countries, including or not including the U.S. That's so 84 countries in total that listen to our show that we have listeners in. Wow. And uh, 20% of that is uh, worldwide. So we, 
80% uh, of our listeners are listening here in the United States, but 20% are listening around the world. So it's 83 different countries, you know, um, some of the interesting places that uh, people are listening, it might only be like one or two listeners, you know, but it's, it, it's cool. At least yeah, I think it's cool. cool. Yeah. We've got a, we've got at least one listener in Kazakhstan. Johnny's in Kazakhstan right awesome. now. You know what I mean? That's how Kazakhstan. I look at it. Got a listener in Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Oh man. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a country. Nepal, the Nepalese. Ooh. Which that kind of does make sense though, because a lot of the Nepalese, you know, you'll see them on cargo ships. You know, people from Nepal. Mm. And oil mm -hmm. tankers and all that stuff, you know. Well, like working or yeah, yeah, like like working hands. Kind of weird, huh? Because they're like in a mountain, right? Yeah. Anyways. And then uh, we also have a listener in Cuba. Cuba. Ah, Cuba. So a lot of the countries that we have listeners in, you know, are not as landlocked as uh, Kazakhstan. But uh, a lot of them are coastal, coastal towns and cities and stuff. We have a, we have a big, uh, let's see, we've got a good amount of listeners in Canada. Thank you, uh, Robert Trahan. Mm, you know, yeah. you helped a little bit. And then we got a lot of listeners in Australia and uh, United Kingdom comes in uh, fourth. Norway comes in fifth. The Norwegians. So that's the top five it. countries is the U.S., obviously, Canada, Australia, U.K., and uh, Norway. Awesome. So pretty, pretty cool. You know, like I said, I'm really proud of that. Our top five uh, episodes of all time. Number one episode is uh, Living the Dream Freelancing with uh, Jim Diver, J.C., that's our top episode. Uh, number two is LG&E Mill Creek Diving Accident. And uh, number three is Trapped Under the Sea, Deer Island. Number four is, uh, ouch, my feet, my hands, my neck, my pride. That's the dive accidents, episode mm -hmm. number two. Mm -hmm. And uh, our top five or fifth one is Breaking Tenders Like Wild Horses with Les Joyner. So... That's our uh, top five of all time. And uh, Marnie is creeping up. Right. She's, uh, She's number six. Just throwing that in there. So she'll she'll be overtaking uh, her old instructor, Les Joyner, pretty soon. Wow. Now, the you said we might have like maybe one listener in Kazakhstan. Is that what you said? Yeah, at least uh -huh. one listener in Kazakhstan. Well, yeah. if, if you understand what I'm saying, one listener in Kazakhstan, can you please contact either the Port Town Divers and or Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack and get in contact with us so you can ship us, if you can, I don't know, we might have to do it legally, uh, any, your, best, your best alcohol. Oh, you're saying hashish. You know what I mean? No, I don't want hashish. <laughs> cares about that? I just want their best alcohol. Or tell goat's me milk. what your best... For fermented goat's milk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't think you got to refrigerate it. I don't know if there's electricity over there. It's very nutritious, but it's hell once yeah. you, you know, to get it out. It's probably a Kazakhstani bot too. You know, might not be a real listener. Uh, we just want to know if you're real or not. Kazakhstani. Yeah. Let's hope he's real. If he's real, I want to. I hope you're real. Show. hope you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a shout. Give us a shout. Okay. We'll trade stickers. We'll go sticker for sticker. <clears throat> Do they have stickers? Or goat's milk for goat's milk, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know a couple old goats to get some milk from. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, boy. Enough, um, enough of this episode. It's terrible. I'm really yeah. glad no one's going to listen to it because nobody listens. Like, I always used to skip the uh, clip episodes. 
you know, like the sitcoms, they have the, the clip shows. Like oh the yeah! Shows. Like I always just skip those. I'm like that's stupid. So oh, no. really hope you guys uh, skip this one. No, don't skip it. Don't <laughs> skip. It's too things. late. We're at the end. They didn't skip, so we're good. <laughs> if, if you're listening, Joke's still, on don't you. skip. <laughs> you know, if I'm you're not... listening from the end to the front, <laughs> if you're listening, if you're in Japan and you're listening from the end of the show <laughs> to the front of the show, please don't skip. Oh boy! But no, it's it's been a great year, and uh, really, I'm not thankful. gonna even listen. I'm not gonna even listen to this episode. Don't listen. I'm not. thankful for all our listeners. Um, thank you for all the downloads uh, and the likes and the shares. If right. you guys and have time, please review on like you know Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review there and uh, say that it's a great show. Don't say it's a bad show. Don't thumbs down the show. We need thumbs ups. And just lie and say, you guys are doing a bang up job, mates, if you're in Australia. You yeah, can I'm also, though, now. send us an email on things you would like to see or hear, or if you want us to change something, or if you really do, in fact, hate us, which I thrive on hate. I like, I love it. You can send some hate mail. I love, we'll read it for you on. On an episode one day. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean you have to. Why not? Yeah, I love it. Because I don't care. <laughs> didn't you guys have a phone number? That they yeah, nobody used it. I, I have I, a phone I, number. I didn't. I didn't renew it. We it have was a, a phone stupid number? idea. Nobody calls. I guess people on the know. phones. Yeah. And if you like hearing those uh, chamber runs, if you want to hear more of that, maybe I don't know. I don't. Tell us. Tell us something to, yeah. to focus yeah, tell us on. What you want? You know. So, yeah, we're here for you, show, you know, shout to, yeah, if you, you want, know, we'll us, consider it. Yeah. If you want us, if you want to talk to us, hit us up. If you want us to talk to somebody, hit us up. Just a couple of dudes drinking beers. Yeah. We definitely, uh, definitely Down want to Bruce. thank all the sponsors that we've had throughout the year. Yes. You know, uh, I think our first, uh, first help that we got was from, uh, what Baytech. Baytech yep. sent us Baytech, a care package with a bunch of stuff, and Love you it. know that that was pretty cool. And yeah. uh, see, so yeah, Pressure Junkies is a huge, to, huge sponsor of us. Yep, Pressure Junkies, Rental Tools Online, Rental is a new sponsor. Tools Online, Ocean Eye. They're they're a yeah. current sponsor. That's uh, Ocean Eye Inc. And of course, Mr. Bobby Delise. He's a he's a big sponsor of our show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he believes in what we're doing. You know, we believe in him. Uh, that sounds too corny. I don't know. Yeah. At this point, I'm. I'm. I don't know. Anyhow. I don't know if I'm listening to you or not. I'm just Probably looking not. at you speak. At this point, all right. And I hope I'm not forgetting anybody else. Uh, do we? We've got a. Who else do we have as a sponsor? I know you were a broker. Divers. Oh yeah, I sponsored divers. you guys. Yeah, us. I sponsored us, you guys. Yeah. How does that work? How do you sponsor yourself? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody thought that he was me, so what? he was getting a lot of. Yeah, remember you, you, you were getting a lot of messages. They thought you were bottom dwellers. Oh yeah, I'm just easier to talk to. Yeah, yeah. I guess you are. Are but you? He's intimidated by the mustache. Yeah, that's a that's a man stash. Right. That's all. It business. doesn't grow in the middle. Right. As my old dive instructor. You should color it in. Yeah, I should. Uh, 
brought out. Well, you're and wearing then, a Broco uh, we, hat, we, aren't you? We also got a new sponsor uh, that we're going to be uh, announcing pretty soon. So that's uh, UAM Tech. Really excited about that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be uh, highlighting some of their uh, products or one of their products, which is a camera system. So we'll learn more about that too. So we're really excited to have them on board as a major sponsor as well. All right. Other than that, uh, man, I had a great time tonight going through uh, this past year. It's a lot of work we did, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We spend a lot of time on this show, you know. It, 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 I know, you know, people think that, yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. Go ahead and, you know, everyone, you know, try to get into it, but just know that it takes a lot of time to put something out that's listenable. You know, I did a lot of research listening to other podcasts and stuff, and it, it's uh, some some of these are unlistenable. You know, it's just really hard to listen to. And uh, we learned a lot down the road. We learned how to polish, what not to polish. Given this is a, a anniversary, you know, clip episode, so you know a lot of this is not going to be edited. So I'm totally contradicting myself right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, for the majority of our mm-hmm. episodes, we do put a lot of time and effort into making sure that it's a good polished product. You know, as best we can. And uh, we spend countless hours, you know, putting this show out. And if we have to put video out, you know, it's a lot more hours. And, and kudos to Freddie. Thank you for all the help you've been giving us, man. Because yeah, you put a lot help. of other, you know, a lot of hours behind the scenes to make sure that we have a good show that's that's going, you know. And uh, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to Johnny for being there from day one. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's a great ride so far. And uh we got a lot of other big things that we're planning on doing. So it just uh, keeps rolling. So let's keep this ball rolling. Keep it going. Uh, let's get some more listeners and more sponsors. And you guys, uh, we're going to go as long as, uh, as long as you guys want us to go. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't want us to go anymore, then you're not going to listen anymore. And that's fine. You know, then we'll know that maybe, you know, we got to tighten it up or, or, you know, or onto the next on the greener thing. pastures. Yeah. On to the next thing. So got any uh, other parting words to say there, Freddie? Uh, no, I think you, I think you covered it all. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Well, thanks a lot guys for uh, listening to this anniversary episode. And yeah. uh, if I, if I missed anybody or if I, uh, if I missed anything, uh, I apologize. I'm sorry. And just but, know uh, that we appreciate you. We do. Exactly. hundred percent. All right. So thank you again for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the bottom dwellers dive shack. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack. Make sure you like and follow on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook. Please share this podcast with your friends or anyone interested in commercial diving. The only way that uh, we can make this successful is if we do get a lot of people that are listening. We get more listeners, we get more sponsors, and that means more free stuff for you guys. That's right. We are hooking up all of our diver brothers and sisters in the trade. And uh, if you keep sharing and liking, we're able to do that a lot more. Our Instagram is at BottomDwellersDS. Our Facebook is BottomDwellersDiveShack. And you can always follow me at LBDiver on both. The Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack is available on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. We also have it streaming on our website at TheBottomDwellers.com. So keep listening. Keep it safe. Keep it salty. This is LB Diver, out.